was I so overly independent as a black woman? On today's podcast, I want to talk about how this started when I was a little girl. I remember saying, I got it, I got it, as a way of protecting myself. So take a listen as I take you on a journey of how I took an introspective look as to why I thought that way. I think this is a topic for many of us. y'all I promise you this topic is so good um good morning I want to talk today about um I'd actually thought about doing this topic with a friend of mine and I think this there will be a part two on this uh with her on it um she's freaking amazing um uh, but the date hasn't been set in stone but I do know that we were um uh, we, that, that was part of the conversation that we would have, um, we would do a podcast on this particular episode that I'm getting ready to talk about on today. So I just felt this, um, urgency to talk about it now. Um, because I, I thought about, uh, what happened last night with my groceries. And I also, want to talk about uh what I read I, I read a post so you guys know about the comedian uh his uh, username is uh Kev on stage I know many of you might know him and he is hilarious <laughs> but he shared um on his most recent post uh about a black woman who had um posted about and I'm paraphrasing because I, I can't really remember the whole um, quote, but it really had to do with, he said, when a, when a black woman um, says, you know what, don't worry about it, it's something to start worrying about. And then he said, it's not really the, the, the words, it's in the delivery and how she says it. It's not, oh, don't worry about it. Cool beads. You know, I got it. No. It's, you know what, don't even worry about it. That solidifies really that I have cut you off. It's over. Um, We're no longer friends. I'm good. I can do this all by myself. It was that mentality. And that triggered something within me. It triggered something within me. Funny. Hilarious. (laughs) Hilarious. <laughs> but it triggered something within me. It caused me to see all the way back when I was a little girl, how I was very self-sufficient. Um, I re- even remember saying, I got it. I got it. And even though I had it, I wonder, and I believe this is true, but I often wonder as a little girl, did I overcompensate my quote unquote, I got it as a way of one, protecting myself because I felt that I couldn't fully rely on 
the people that were in my life, you know, or two, was it overly, um, was I overly protected? Was I overly protected? So there was, from my experience and my feeling, there was not a balance of just feeling supported just to feel supported. It was either one, I was, um, I said, I got it. I got it out of a way, one, to protect myself, to be self-sufficient, to rely on myself because I didn't feel that I could rely on my uh, family members, uh, my parents in its full totality because it was my way of protecting myself because I knew that they either didn't have the time, that they were dealing with other things. It was something that I felt. And um, so so there was that. Okay. Then I also, just going back in my own mind, I think of the other side of my belief of saying, oh, I got it. Oh, I got it. Had a lot to do with also the overprotection in a sense of fear. And what I mean by that, being that there was some trauma um, going on in the home when I was a little kid, um, dealing with um, an, an, uh, another family member. Um, I saw that they... Um, viewed me as like the, the youngest, right. And, and in that it was overprotection. It was overly protected. Like something was wrong. I got to protect you from the world. The world is bad, 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 fear, fear, fear. And you don't know what you're doing. So, um, let me just do it for you. And so it was two ends of the spectrum, right? It was two perspectives that I was taking in. It was one of the perspective was I got it. I got it. I got it as a way of protecting myself. Right. And from protecting myself because I didn't feel that my parents had the space or emotional capacity to where I felt supported just to feel supported. And then the other side was I'm protecting you out of fear. I protect you out of fear. I protect you because you don't know any better. I'm protecting you because you're the youngest. I'm protecting you just for, from that angle, but not, I am just supporting you because you are supported. Just because, just because. And so also I grew up with, with those two perspectives, right? And also as I grew older, it was, Make sure that you take care of yourself. And so in taking care of myself, the, the, that makes sure you take care of yourself. The underlining of that, what I believe was fear. The underlining of that was defense. The underlining of that was make sure, you know, you do that. So no man will ever remember my dad said this in love, but it was fear. He said, I believe he said this all, all in love and all to protect me. I remember my dad said, uh, you know, when you get, uh, make sure that you are able to take care of yourself. So no man will take advantage of you 
And if he uh, wants to leave and and um, you don't have any money, you have nothing to rely on. So you need to make sure that you are you are you are financially stable and that you are financially secure. And I understood why my father said that because my grandmother, my grandmother um, was uh, my grandmother was left with a lot of bills that my grandfather um, uh, my, that my grandfather had um, left her behind with. And my dad at a young age, oh, this is so good. My dad at a young age um, was uh, really left to fend for himself. And not only that, he saw the wounds of my grandmother with all the bills and with, with, you know, with all of that. And so seeing my, my dad, seeing that trauma, traumatic experience, he became self-sufficient, but it was out of his fear. And so he passed what he believed was what was best for me. But I, I broke that cycle. I broke that cycle as an adult, I broke, really broke that cycle a couple of years ago when I went on my, my journey of my spiritual journey. A lot of this stuff started coming up to the surface that I didn't know um, why I thought the way I thought, why I believed the way that I believed. And so as a black woman, as a, as you know, a person, as a black woman, um, that was my view of the world. That was my perspective of the world. I got it. I got it. I got it. Get it. And you guys, so, so remember when I said earlier, I'm talking about the groceries. So I was asked to, um, when I got there, I went to grocery shopping last night. Um, by the way, I love, um, going grocery shopping when I feel like it. Emphasis on when I feel like it. And more in particular, when I go grocery shopping and when I feel like it, I like to go to like the three different stores. I like it. It's like my own like getaway. It's my time with myself. Um, sometimes I'll bring my family, but um, is most of the time I go by myself and I enjoy it. I really, really do. It's quiet time and it's just my thing. I like to do it. And the reason why I go to the three different stores is because the one store doesn't have everything, but I don't mind it because it's every, everything, all the three stores are in its close proximity. So it's not a big deal. And so with that being said, I came home with the groceries and I was asked, um, did I um, need help with the groceries? And you know what I immediately said? Oh, I got it. Um, there's one more back. I remember, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I was, I'm just paraphrasing the experience. Oh, I got it. There's one more bag, um, one more bag left or something like that. And, um, in reading Kev's post of the, 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 what the black lady, the black woman said about how we as black women, um, I wonder, are we forced to quote unquote, be strong? Now that I wonder, I know, I know, you know, 
Um, and that's not strength. It's just a lot of walls that we put up for the sake of survival, for the sake of what our parents told us, for the sake of what we've been told of how we should be to um, navigate through in this world. But guess what? The beauty of my journey, my spiritual journey, is that I am constantly rewriting my narrative. I'm constantly listening within myself, constantly taking an, an, an introspective look within myself of why, why did I respond the way I responded? Is my, I got it, um, a, a way of just being on autopilot used to being used to, um, not asking anyone for help because remember in my mind, asking someone for help is a bad thing or asking, right? Those two perspectives that I told you. And so if you, um, can relate to that, if you can relate to that, you are a black woman and you can relate to that. How do we write, rewrite our narrative? And I'm getting ready to share this with you right now. How I rewrote my narrative is taking an introspective look. For example, last night when I was asked, do I need help with the groceries? There was an automatic defense that I had. And I acknowledged and I was very sensitive to that feeling and I didn't ignore it. Versus before, I thought that that was something that I had to do and had how I had to function. And to be honest with you, based off of the environment in which I lived in, it was sort of something that I had to uh, put up this wall of I got it, I got it, just to protect myself, to protect my emotions, to protect my mental, to protect, to protect me. It's just my way of functioning, my, my get down of my environment. I had to protect myself because... I didn't feel safe or full and, and supported just to be supported. Does that make sense? And this isn't a pity party. This is just stating my experience, my interpretation. This isn't pointing the blame of anyone. I don't, re- I don't regret, I love and appreciate every experience. Everything and I regret me wouldn't take back anything. I wouldn't because it has allowed me to see 
the way that I used to think. It has allowed me to see and have a great compassion, great deal of compassion towards other people, towards black women, towards black men. And it has allowed me to become the healer of myself because God has shown me the way, God has shown me the key that I already had. But it was a rather, rather a matter of me knowing that I had a, the power to unlock that. And so in taking the introspective look of saying, I got it, I got it, I got it. Or, you know, putting up the wall, putting up the defense before it happens. What I've learned is, one, to take an introspective look and understand why I thought that way. And two, to release that. To release that because I, I am an adult now. I am not only am I an adult, but I am fully awakened. And not only am I fully um, awakened to the inner healer within me. <clears throat> but I can detach. I can detach from it. I can detach from those emotions. I can detach from that agreement. I can detach from it. And I also know that I can call in my divine vibration. I can call in. I can receive what I am looking for. I can receive. Well, I can receive what I'm looking for. What do you mean by that? If I believe that I'm not supported, I'm going to get back that I'm not supported. And it's getting to the root cause of why we feel that we aren't supported and it's letting go of that trauma, letting go of the pain that the trauma presented. And listening to your divine wisdom within you, the divine healer within you. To shift your perspective, to heal the wound, to walk in light and truth. Light shines in darkness. And you have the light within you. You have the light within you to shed light on your wounds. You have the light within you to shed light on those things that were hidden. This is what we all have. And it is my desire and I would say wish, but it is my desire that you would know this light within you to heal the dark places, to heal the parts within you. And so that's how I have rewritten my narrative. One, understanding where it came from, right? 
Why do I feel why did I feel like I had to say I got it, I got it, I got it automatically, right? Understanding that and I, you know, broke that down earlier, right? And it's taking an introspective look in that. Three, standing and stepping in your own light and power to heal the dark and the wounds within you. When you release that and detach from that, you've walked in your own power and you draw in the very thing that you are. Whatever a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Okay. It's what you believe what you are vibrating on and that's what you draw okay and so I want us to understand and really understand that I'm not saying that um, your feelings of being defensive isn't validated and that it doesn't matter. I'm not saying that. If that was your thought. I'm not saying that at all. Just stating the truth of rewriting your narrative, of shifting to a different paradigm, shifting to the other side of the paradigm, and having grace along the way. Right? Having grace. When I say having grace and when I say shifting the paradigm, it's not that you're going to always be perfect, right? Like I was bitter and I'm no longer bitter anymore. And that may be your story. I'm, I'm what I'm talking about when I say shifting the paradigm, I'm talking about listening within, listening within the inner healing within you to heal those wounds, to heal those parts within you so that you can see things clearly for what it is. And then when you're able to see things clearly for what it is, you draw more of that. You draw in more clarity. But if you haven't dealt with the wounds or really even know how to deal with, with the wounds or allow the light to shine on that and asking yourself these questions and detaching from it, right? When you detach from it, you draw in your divine alignment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the world has done a really good job. Um, white supremacists, the systematic, the white systematic, um, white supreme systematic um, system. Y'all know what I mean. I can't even get the words right. But just that mentality or, or, or energy of control. Um, and I'm not talking about white people. Because I'm talking about the mentality. Because I have white friends. I, mean, I just have just good people, you know, that are in my life. And I'm not speaking on just white, on white people. Um, I'm talking about the mentality, um, the, the system that has been set up to oppress. To tell you who you are not. It's done a great job at it. It's done a great job at tearing down. And there is also healers in this world to shake up things. Healers in this world to shift the consciousness 
of our people to shift the consciousness of the world. And so that's really um, what I have to share with you on today. It is. I want to thank you. It's 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 a heavy it's it's a heavy topic. It is. And I definitely will come back for more. But I want you to really understand um, what I shared with you on today. I really want, even if you have to play it over and over again, really want it to sit, sink into your bones. Because that's going above, above the fear, is rising above it and is healing from it with grace. Understanding it, okay, but giving yourself grace. All right, y'all, that's all I have for today. Thank you guys for joining me. Till next time. If you would like help on this matter and you would like a one on one session, my first consultation is free. And my email to reach me is a higher love at cannyknight.com or my website at www.cannyknight.org. Look forward to hearing from you. Bye.